What was the result? Three, three premiership, three for me and two for them. It's gone! Oh, can you believe this? Go, go, USA! I prefer the sex. What is up, everyone? We are back here for another episode of Chip the Keeper podcast. We don't have hosts anymore. We're kind of just doing our own thing. So I am not your host today. But on the call, we got everyone except Kieran, who, well, we'll explain that later. But, well, Kieran's going to hop in at some point, possibly if he figures out how to download Zoom. But it sounded like he was using a walkie-talkie underwater. So a little bit of technical difficulties there. Uh, to kick things off, let's go. We're not going to do a question today because my brain is empty. So um, let's just get let's just rip the bandaid off. Let, let's talk about uh, the horrific scenes last weekend. Brentford for Manchester United. This is a roast. Um, you know, just start throwing things at me and I'll just take all your insults. Let's go. United are in last place. They're going to get relegated. They're going to go three. They're going to have three games uh, winless, maybe even four. Uh, the exact opposite of uh, the classic Everton um, starting the season off hot. And I hope United get relegated. Do you really want us to get relegated? I, th- yes. I think you, I think, <laughs> I, uh, Pranav, Pranav no, hold, hold up, to. Pranav, hold up, Pranav. The last year, All right, I'm last back. year you, were, you weren't sure if you wanted Everton to get relegated. Yeah, but this is way funny. Why is different? Because <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> um, I think Pranav actually does want United to get relegated. I want them to get relegated, and I'll think it'll be fun for like five days, and then I'll be like, well, this is sad. The prem is devolving. Um, yeah, I mean, it would be it would be great for the podcast, I guess, if they both got relegated. I wouldn't mind that. I think okay. I think I've just pitied everything for too long. You know, um, like my my entire like my entire career of watching soccer, I've just pitied Everton. Whereas like United, where there's like pinnacle of greatness, and like to me, it isn't sad because like I I, I understand why it would be sad for people, but like to me, it isn't sad because. Uh, you know they they are rivals of ours um and yeah I, I think i think people i think people are through like feeling bad for them you know like i don't i don't think like every time it's easy to feel bad for i think united no one really feels bad for them except for like united fans i don't feel bad for them at all to be honest they they got themselves into this whatever mess this this is so I mean, if if United and Everton got relegated, then Kieran and I could start our own podcast, and there'd be a lot less fighting. I think. Right, Championship Sunday, baby. Championship Sunday. Let's get it. That would add like uh, an hour onto our podcast. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, in, in all seriousness, that was uh, that was really that was really bad. I unfortunately watched the whole thing. And um, I think I missed the first, like, 
15 minutes, but like I got like an alert on my phone and it said, oh, Brentford scored. I was like, yeah, that's kind of what I thought what would happen. And then I turned it on and all of a sudden it was like four nothing, 40 minutes in. And I was like, why, why did we, why did we get to that? Like, I know we're bad, but like, are we that bad? And the answer, I guess, is yes. So, fun times. I saw um, my notifications went Brentford one United zero, and I said, "Oh, I have to, I have to get in and watch this." Um, and apparently, I was too late because then Brentford scored a second one. So then I watched the, the rest of the first half. So I saw goals uh, three and four, and it was hilarious. They were very bad goals. Like they were very poor defensive errors. They they weren't like. Like, I think two of the goals were just De Gea, like, making terrible mistakes, while Dean Henderson had, like, the goal of his career – or the game of his career or whatever. And then the other two were just, like, you got Slabhead and Midget just unable to do anything. It's like, why are we – why are our starting center backs Slabhead and Midget? I don't get it. Was, was Is Veron coming off an injury or something? Yeah, I mean, like, he's been injured a while, I think. Um, he was injured like the bulk of last year. Like, I feel like he only played a couple games, to be honest. Um, and I don't remember him playing a much during preseason, so I, I think he's coming off an injury. Okay, he gets injured a fair amount, but I mean, when you put him next to Slabhead, like, what's he supposed to do? Can't do anything. He's next to Slabhead. I just think it's funny that in the first game, uh, Lissandra Martinez started and got kind of shit on. And and then in the second game, he started. And instead of Maguire being the one being subbed off for Varane, it's Martinez at halftime. Um, yeah. So if he's if he's playing worse than Maguire, then uh, I don't think United put their money in the right place. Um, I mean, do I they think- ever? No. I think United are one, two, three, four, five, six. Um, eight. 20th. You're looking, <laughs> you're looking for last place in the prem. <laughs> so, um, they're now eight games, eight away games in a row have been losses. Um, this is coming a season and a half after setting the record for most away wins in a row. <laughs> Or like longest unbeaten away streak in a row or something like that, but yeah, now they were since, unbeaten for like thirty something games, I think. It was, it was, yeah, it was twenty eight games, and then now they've lost eight in a row. Um, so, so it used to be like like oh they're really good away, but they're not that good at Old Trafford. But now they're also not that good at Old Trafford, also really bad away. <laughs> so if they really just don't anywhere. play anywhere, then they can't be bad anywhere. That's the reality of it. You just don't play. And then I don't have to watch it, which would be great. I don't know. I I mean, it was a it was a pretty good game. I mean, that last goal was if like it was like a work of art. Like I I don't know that Tony the the Ivan Tony first like first time lefty ball was ridiculous. Like I saw that goal and it looked like the Liverpool goal. Like it was this, like I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure Sloth scored like three of the exact same goals last year. Um, and I watched that goal, and I was like, "There's no way, there's no way this, this ball gets to him." Well, and it did, and then he scored. 
And it was that was a pretty sick ball. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we'll the entire other... move took four touches from yep. who, who lost it? Someone lost it. I forget. Uh, I think it was Sancho. Uh, or maybe no. it was Fred. I think, it might have been Ronaldo. No, Ronaldo, Ronaldo lost, lost it for the first, the first goal. goal. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Ronaldo got, Ronaldo got clattered for the first goal, and then uh, De Gea just absolutely screwed that up. Um, so those are those are those are your top two performers from last season, uh, and they just got peed on by Brentford this season uh, for the, for one goal. Yeah, that's that. I'm done. And it's Liverpool next week. So how many, oh. how many losses? When do we predict United will get their first win? When's that going to happen? Not Let's Monday. See. Not Monday. Uh, match day five. Really? <laughs> so they're losing the Southampton Hunter. They're playing. I don't know who they're playing, but I think they're, it'll be. Well, they're playing Southampton next week, and match day five oh. looks like they're playing Leicester. So uh, maybe match day four, but if not, it'll be match day ten oh. against Everton. Nah, everything's gonna beat our asses. You know they are. But but like your first nah, win, I don't think I don't think you're beating that one. Liverpool. Chelsea by Anthony Gordon. I really hope yeah, Chelsea by Anthony Gordon, so that way. No, that's me. I, I was gonna say so that way. Kieran has nothing to be happy about, but then I realized that that was. You can keep Chelsea. Them. Chelsea and you can have seventy mil on Anthony Gordon would be a very Chelsea transfer. So I'm cool with that. It's either that I money would, on Anthony Gordon or thirty mil for Mane. Like that you not buy Anthony Gordon. I, I know I wanted Richarlison sold, but I definitely don't want Anthony Gordon sold. But you know, we'll see. They did just buy some fucking dude from Lille for forty mil, so I have no idea. A CDM, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, no. I've been. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, no. You, you please, please go ahead. I insist. One of you uh, I had the I had to Google who that guy was. I still don't know who that guy is. None of us know who he is. We he's a FIFA regen. He's a regen. <laughs> the next batch of who started the FIFA regen thing again? Who was it? Jukla. 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 The Barcelona guy. Um, Chris, you think if if United complete this Casemiro signing, that he'll that they'll rush him out of the no. field for Monday. Oh, um, well, he's got his medical. Bro, I tomorrow, think that signing allegedly crazy. It makes it makes. Can we talk about it? Um, I. It makes sure. very little sense from Casemiro. It makes it like, makes no sense from Casemiro, and it makes like, a lot of it makes too much sense from United, which also means it makes no sense for United, which means none of this makes any sense. Excuse, well, I'm, I, it makes a good amount of sense for United. No, that's why it makes no sense. <laughs> It's it's like the most logical take. transfer that they could make, and so it makes zero fucking. It's sense. A, I think it's a it's a well. Okay, how much are they paying for him? Like, it's gonna be sixty off. mil. Sixty? Yeah, I I saw one hundred and six zero. Well, I saw 60. I saw one hundred and two somewhere. For a thirty year old? Oh man, this is. Uh... <laughs> Kieran, okay, I under I understand he's thirty years old. He is one of, if not the oh, best, he's one of the best defensive midfielders in the world. He could easily have another five good years left. He is look all, which is a lot of time. 
60 mil guys come on no oh, that's man. that's cheap for the best for the best player in their position i think i think there is like a heavy united tax well like, right like, like, also, there's, a, there's a champions league plus united tax like they just won the champions league um and and it's it's like united are desperate and if this this Casemiro like signing falls through um you already know for a fact they like well, he is here he is probably the second or third best defensive midfielder in the world well, who's one and two uh, i in goal is one that's like on i still think he's dead in my opinion and i also think he's the best team mid in the world um who would two be i gotta think about that Casemiro is probably uh, probably two but i could probably try and come up with someone who's around that uh Rodri, I think I'd take, take Casemiro off both of them though. So yeah, I think yeah, I'd put him as two behind Conte. I still think Conte's the best of the demon. Conte's past 30, dude. He can't be. He also Conte's, like past, Con- Conte's only worth yeah, he's he's, he's also not like past 30. He's 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 like he's like I, I feel like he's becoming he's been, he's been like pigeonholed as a as a defensive midfielder but he's like more of a box-to-box like he's like, he's like a hybrid well no so i don't so. really know how much he like how much does he attack like, Conte? Conte, he pushes yeah. a lot when 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 so it's Jorginho next to him in the midfield he he is the he is the attacking central midfielder interesting which which I... is horrible but like early in Conte's career when he was playing in when he was playing in france and then for Leicester in that title-winning team, he was a pure defensive midfielder. Like, he couldn't yeah, make he's... a pass to save his life. And now since coming to Chelsea, he's kind of been able to develop his passing game and, like, attacking game. So, like, the thing he about... is now a more, like, defensive-minded kind of box-to-box I... midfielder. But he's kind of outgrown the role of, like, pure defensive midfielder like Casemiro is, like Fabinho, like Rodri. I would say, no, like, with I mean, just with Conte, like, he, I think for France, he's still the D mid, right? And he's still I, I, the, the statistic that I just know about him is the amount of ridiculous grounds covered. He runs more than anybody else in the Prem, right? He's got some like insane like stats about behind that. I don't know what they are. That's exactly. not true. Brendan but, Aronson. No, he was number two. Number one though was uh, what's his face Odegaard this weekend. Just oh, this weekend. I'm talking about in general. <laughs> but I, I don't know. Uh, I, I, you said Brendan Aronson. I was like, what, has anyone been here for a game? Yes, <laughs> but he covered a lot of ground in that one game. <laughs> um, I don't know. So uh, Casemiro's top three. I don't know. It, regardless, I mean, I, I know some people would probably take Fabinho over him. I personally wouldn't. Um, and for the top three, a top three defensive midfielder in the world to leave, this makes no sense. It's like, what is he thinking? To leave the best team in the world who he is a starter for to and then go to united uh, why the hell would he why would any why would he make this move it makes no sense maybe it's well, because uh, i don't know he just won too many champions leagues no but like i think for for real like he i think it's the fact that like they brought in uh Tomavinga, um and still, uh yeah he still starts but like they're, they're trying to make him not start, you know? They, they brought in Kamavinga and Chiumeni. The is more like Modric type shit, I think, than Casemiro. And Chiumeni is like, he's not going to start. I don't know. It's just, it doesn't... Well, that's not like, his problem. Like, like he can, he can leave, and he's going to... Like, I mean, he knows for a fact, like, 
if if Casemiro can't elevate, like like I I made the argument about like like I pre- I mean my prediction was that Ronaldo like isn't gonna make this club like better. Casemiro like if Casemiro does not make this club better, then it's a dead club and that's it. We're we're, we're finished. We're moving on. Like it's absolutely. We said the club. same thing about Ronaldo. Like, no, I no yeah. I didn't. I, I made the like, like I don't see how Casemiro can make this like how, I don't see how Casemiro can possibly be a problem you know like Casemiro has everything to be a solution whereas with Ronaldo you could see how it would be a problem um, uh, or at least not the solution well so the thing is Casemiro is Brazilian mm-hmm. so Fred is Brazilian that doesn't work well that doesn't work well in Manchester United I also like. I also think Casemiro has a little bit of Bastian Schweinsteiger vibes around him, maybe. Uh, what does that know, mean? Like when Sh- you remember He's Schweinsteiger sh- showed up at United a little bit. I don't know if he will, but he kind of gives off the same. Like Bastian Schweinsteiger showed up at United while he was one of the best, def- you know, defensive midfielders and fielders at his. Position. I don't think he was one of the best. Um, no, like he, he was, was like so far past his prime. He was like he was he was literally like he was considering Manchester United or like Chicago Fire, and then he went to Manchester United, and then he went to Chicago Fire. <laughs> I think he was still like thirty-one or something at the time, thirty-one or maybe thirty-two. So Casemiro, they'll probably get a year year out of him. That's why I'm saying sixty is a lot. I think they'll get a year or two out of him, because um, I'm kind of starting to realize the pros kind of right. Like the whole the Chuameni and Kamavinga were brought in to replace him, right? And he's thirty, and they're I, probably also brought in to replace Tony Kroos and Luka Modric as well. But we'll see. I think they'll get a good year or two out of them. Two years. I'll give them two years. For 60, that's still... I, I think, well, I I think if, if he were to go anywhere else, he would easily get like four or five years because 30 is not old. I think 30 is old. Like, like, well, like 30 is slightly four, past prime, but like, but but there are so many... Especially with modern advancements in, in in medicine and what I call like feel good stuff, but yeah, it, but like right. not old at all. I I think thirty two is old, and that's why I'm saying my, my thirty is once you pay that much money. This is why I always think about. I think thirty two is once you hit the age of thirty two, it is very hard to find a twenty three year old. Very easy to find a twenty three year old who will be cheaper to do the same amount of production that you can do. And will last much longer. And if you're paying 60 more for a 30 year old, yeah, you'll get a good year or two out of or, or two out of them. But unless it's Messi or Ronaldo, uh, you can find a 23 year old who does the same same fucking shit. No, because United, United no way. United can't develop players. Well, he, that whole premise is fucked because Declan Rice is is worth like 120 million. You know what I mean? It's like, like, like he, he, and Declan Rice yeah. is twenty three years old. So yeah. you can't say like, oh, like when you're well, taking a got top, it. when you're taking a top two player in their position, it, it, if he's still in that top two, top three conversation when he's thirty two, you're not gonna find a twenty three year old who's going to also be top two, top three for half, yeah, for half the like, price. You don't, you don't know that yet. Like Kamavinga's no, but United top. isn't gonna develop. I agree with that, Hunter. So it doesn't matter. I agree with Hunter. No, you don't. Chris, I, you're lying. I also think, but like, how old was Conte when he showed up at Chelsea? What, like, twenty five? Like, and nobody. Well, I older. mean, Conte was like an exception. Conte's like a like a Vardy type guy who just kind of like burst on the scene and was god. And like that was it. But like, I don't think he didn't. He didn't come through the normal like like path. But at the same time, like United, 
aren't going to be the ones to develop that player. Like they have to buy a finished product. Like they're just not good enough to do. Like Lingard failed, uh, Sancho failing. Like that. Like it's just, it's just going to keep happening. The, the next one up is Honorable Medry. <laughs> like Rashford done. Yeah, but like Greenwood. But right? like, but it's, it's not like not gonna anybody happen. goes. Anybody who goes there becomes irrelevant. Like Veron is basic is a very similar case to Casemiro. I don't know. It's not That's that I think he's point. done bad. <laughs> I just like. I just don't think I, I. I don't even know. Like, what the hell? How good is he? Does anyone even know? Like, yeah, no, yeah, he, exactly. Like, he's faded in the mediocrity. No, you're right. I think, I think that's. I'm gonna be honest. I think that's the only valid point you brought up. Fuck you too. Also, I, I just looked it up, and Kamavinga is 19, and on transfer market, he he has a transfer val- he has a, a value of a little over 60 million euros. But he's only 19, so that's going to get jacked up. If he gets sold at this point or in the next couple of years, that'll get jacked up. For, that's that's his value. But because of his age and because he's French and from Real Madrid, he's gonna he's gonna go for way more than 100. Also, also uh, La Liga requires release clauses, so like this isn't like a negotiation thing, you know? Like it's just like what was in their contract. Um, and if the player wants to go. It, it basically, like, if the player wants to go, then, like, the player can go. And, like, that's kind of it, you know? Um, like, honestly, I don't really see how this can fall through if Casemiro wants to go and they're willing to pay the price. Like, that's it. That's, I that's sure understand why he would. He, yeah, I no kind of get why he That much. I kind of get why he would want to. But even still, I wouldn't leave now. I would say for the – too many in Kamavinga are displacing him for at least two to three years. So, maybe Kamavinga – The club like, might be pushing him out. Because he's, I think he has a year left in his contract. Yeah, no, so I might be pushing yeah, him out. More sense. I think I think it's that like Madrid would never be like, oh, we want him to go, but like Madrid have infamously not been good to their legends. Um, so, like, I think in order to maintain that, they're probably like urging come or urging Casemiro to leave, but like behind the scenes. Um, and then I, I guess I guess Casemiro sees himself as like being able to like revive this project. Um, I, I mean, he'll be a starter for sure. Also, like I, I, I also think it's really funny that like if we did this podcast like 24 hours ago, we we wouldn't have talked about Casemiro at all. We would talk about Pulisic. Like like it's just a new guy every day. Oh, <laughs> uh, I think Pulisic going to United. Like how like how likely is that? I don't know how likely. I'd say not as likely as Casemiro, but like still pretty likely. I see people saying like, "Oh, well, a, a day player. ago that was different, Pranav." Yeah, you're muted, bud. Oopsies. <laughs> I think it's different with with uh, a La Liga player because it's like there's no negotiation. Like you pay the minutes clause and boom, you're done. Um, whereas like there's like a whole loan deal plus like it's a rival, like like all that stuff. Um, I use rival very. I'm playing very fast and use the word rival, but. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. What do you guys? What do you guys think of that transfer? Which one? Uh, not transfer, loan, Pulisic. Yeah. Um, I, I think I Pulisic hate that probably on so many levels. But yeah, go. I, I was gonna say it is probably best for his career, like both as a Chelsea and U.S. fan. I think it's probably best for his for his career to find a loan spot somewhere. In that same vein, I don't think United are that I would, place. I would much rather have him fighting for minutes at Chelsea than at United, though. 
Like, yeah, because it's gonna he's go, United is he's not an immediate starter at United. He's gonna go back into probably the same situation there. They already have so, three friggin' left wings. Like they're just gonna add another left winger. <laughs> That's the, like like they have they have Rashford, Martial, and uh, Sancho who all like the left wing, and then Pulisic who likes the left wing. And it's well, like, he's gonna he's so gonna like, play over Martial. We know that much. So then does he play over Rashford know. or Sancho? Because because apparently United ha- have this thing for not like uh, cutting their losses. So they're still I, playing Sancho, even though he's played like 35 games and contributed six goals. So it's like, I, I are, think, are you going to choose think, the guy you spent 80 million on, or are you going to choose the guy you loaned in? And I think Rashford or Sancho would get the one of them would get the boot for Pulisic at some point. Well, right, and I and I said yeah, but when you say like at some point, like I envision that being like the 60th minute, not like the boot the next game. You know, like I, I just. I don't know. I maybe 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 I'm just uh, like I just think there's like a not an anti-American thing, but like in terms of like what they've done, like Rashford, Rashford and Sancho have like done more on like a bigger on like like the big stage rather than. Polish. I mean, I would probably take Rashford and Sancho over him if I was trying to play. I don't, I don't know actually. I, like I just I just would rather have him fighting for minutes against. The, the likes of the Chelsea wingers as opposed to the United ones. I just okay. I don't, don't think that like if he if if Pulisic is gonna go is gonna go somewhere, he, he's gonna want to go somewhere where he's basically guaranteed minutes. That's since, not United. Since we're incredibly yeah, we biased on this, since we're incredibly biased on this podcast, and we're all U.S. men's national team fans, um, we don't really care about what's best for United. I think Chris doesn't care what's best for United in terms of it, when Pulisic comes comes in. Um, so the other clubs interested in, in him are Juve, Atletico, and Newcastle, and I think those are all better choices. Yeah. Ah, uh, Atletico, I don't want. Juve, like, I kind of like it. By the way, Angel Di Maria had a great fucking first game. Ah, uh, but I think I would rather Juve out of the three in terms of him, because I think he'd get minutes there, and he's probably he'd probably set up a good, uh, a good. Partnership with what's his name? It's the Vladusan Vladic. But Atletico, he has to play Simeone ball and deal with. They have a, a lot of attacking options there in Atletico. Like Morales, yeah, Griezmann, Angel Correa. Like there, there's a good amount of oh, Joao Felix. Like, there's a good amount of players there as opposed to Juve. There's pretty much no one there. To start with, other than like Chiesa. And, and, Atletico doesn't really play a system with like wingers, so if so if, if anything he would play as like a, a a striker. But there's already Joao Felix, there's already Alvaro Morata, there's already Yannick Carrasco, there's already Griezmann. They 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 already have a, a young star in Mateus Cunha. So like again that again that's an issue of 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 where does he fit in on Hel Correa as well like. Thomas Lamar, who's more of a midfielder, but he can play on the wing. So it's oh. it's 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 just tough. I think best would probably be Newcastle because he's probably an upgrade over Adam Alana. And then second best choice, if it's not Chelsea, would be Juve because because currently Weston McKinney is playing is playing like left midfield for Juve, which is not his natural position. 
And if they're trying to get rid of Rabio, that creates a hole in the midfield for Weston to slot back into in his more natural central midfield position, and Christian can play on the right or the left. Uh, I was watching. I don't know why uh, before this, but uh, I was watching like a, like a video about um, like Tifa football a video about like uh, Christian Pulisic and like uh, whether he should go to United or whatever. And it was I, this is like a complete side note, but it was just really funny because like he's the guy started the video like it, it's a, it's a British channel. The guy started the video like oh like he wants to go somewhere where he can play so he can. I forget whether he said. Uh, because it's a World Cup year, and I forget whether he said get picked for the national team or start for the national team in the World Cup. And I was like, it literally doesn't mean he could be sitting on the bench for for like three months from now, and it won't matter. He's gonna he's gonna start uh, for for the team. Ima- like imagine imagine what would happen what would have to happen between like now and then for Pulisic to not start. Like I can't imagine short short of like a like an injury, I can't imagine anything happening happening where he wouldn't start. Captain America, baby, you gotta start. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, that one, I think I would instantly click off the video because it's like, oh, like he's fighting for minutes to get picked. It's like, why would you, I mean, like, it's not about he his time is the one the doing the picking. It's about his, it's, it's analysis of his time in the Premier League, which like they're very good at. Well, right. But like, if they, if they lead off with that, with that, I'm like, I don't know how much I trust you. But, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Like, would you trust somebody if they were like, oh, like Mo Salah wants to go somewhere so that way he can get picked for the Egypt national team? Yeah, because I'm watching them for the analysis on his time at the Prem, which I was very good at. Like, I, I didn't know how, how good of a defensive worker he was. And then I learned uh, during that video. But it might just be the fact that, like, Chelsea are a, like a like a team defense, like a, like a defending team or a team that, that – a team that defends as a team. Um, so they use that as a case for like, oh, he'd be good for United because like one of their attackers defend and they're all lazy. Uh, but then someone commented like, oh, great. Like if you, if you put like Rashford on Chelsea, like his defensive numbers would also be better. So it wouldn't really matter. Yeah. Oh, uh, one thing that I saw back to the Casemiro thing, it's there's a picture of Casemiro, Varane, and Ronaldo. Um, uh at Real winning uh, whichever Champions League it was. And it's like, imagine going from this to being captained by Harry Maguire. And I thought it was very funny because Harry Maguire is not very good. That's quite entertaining. That is funny. The the thing I'd like to add to that is there's, I know, I feel like some people have brought up like, oh, Veron and Ronaldo are there. So like, that's probably part of it. There's no way Ronaldo and Veron are like texting Casemiro like, yo, this is great. You got to come here. Like they, there's no way that's happening. I mean, yeah, Ronaldo doesn't even want to be there. Ronaldo, do you guys see that, that the whole thing? What, or I mean, I know you guys seen it, but like Ronaldo posted like, oh, like there've been a hundred things written out about me and only five, five of those things are true. You will know in a press conference. Like, I feel like he's about to make this like a LeBron James style, like like decision style, like like TV special where he he like reveals all in his in his little in his little notebook that he he claims he has, uh, which I think is, is pretty funny and very weird for Ant- for Ronaldo. Antoine Antoine Griezmann style. What? Oh, the, his documentary. Oh no, he made were... the decision too. Yeah. Yeah, because he did that whole thing when he came to Barcelona and Atletico. Yeah. I remember that. Um, and then he went to Barcelona anyway, and then went back to Atletico. Um, I don't know. Is, are we, do you guys want to move on to something else? 
uh, we haven't even talked about their their next. I guess we can do that in the, the preview. Um, against the fair for for Liverpool. Uh, well, yeah, we can do Aston Villa versus Everton. Jared is a better human overall than Lampard. All right, moving on. I wouldn't go that far, but whatever. I right. well, not on the basis of that, but I would. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then we should have a Jared versus Lamps debate. I mean, Lampard pretty much takes it with, like, if you use stats, like Lampard takes. Yeah, it. I agree, but I think most Liverpool fans don't think that way. I don't know about I think, right. I and, and, and the popular, like, I, I wow, honestly, like, like, I didn't, I didn't watch them either of them enough to like, uh, like. I think I saw both of them enough. Like, actually, have a legitimate opinion on this, uh, but I think the, I'm pretty sure the popular opinion is that Gerard is a better player. I'm pretty sure his FIFA cards also rated higher. Like, I, I, and I think that. That speaks for popular opinion. Gerard has like equivalent or better. Well, Gerard has like equivalent or better shooting stats than Lampard, but Lampard has like twice as many goals. So I wouldn't go based off of FIFA. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. And Lampard has more assists than Gerard, and Gerard was supposed to be like the passing guy. So, uh, yeah, but he was, he was passing to Barini. He wasn't passing to Drogba. Yeah, but that's the common, like, that's the I'm common. Saying, dude, st- Jared gets a lot of excuses. Yeah. Uh, rightfully so. <laughs> of course, not not excuses. I don't want to have this conversation right now. <laughs> like, no, rightfully so, but I think he deserves those excuses. But if you're comparing him to Lampard, I think Lampard is clearly better. But in terms of coaching right now, Jared's whooping Lampard's ass. So yeah, that's, that's fine. Um, yeah. Uh, I, no, I wanted to talk about uh, how. Well, I mean, I'll go. I'll run through everything, but. Uh, I, I wanted to particularly talk about how Gabby Jesus scored a brace on his home debut and, and almost scored a hat trick. Yeah, yeah he was hit for crazy. I watched that game and he was ridiculously good. Uh, I'm trying to think how many goals he'll get this year. Because uh, he didn't we have at- this discussion uh, like a few weeks ago. We had this discussion. Did we? Yeah, Vindy- about him. I think I don't know if we did, but we may. Or am I thinking but- of Holland? I thought we talked about Gabby Jesus, like how many goals. Pretty sure you said 12, Kieran, but I could be wrong. I'm changing it to he's going to be good. Uh, if I don't know if I said 12. or I don't, I don't, hey, man, 12 I, honestly, is a lot, okay. Honestly, well, he usually averages like 12 to 14 anyway. That's like that's what he's like. That's uh, which, which is, yeah, I agree it's a lot. But if he's the starter for Arsenal and he's playing like this, like that was fucking crazy. Arsenal fans are all like, I don't know if you've watched any like Arsenal TV clips. Or any of you guys I have not watched it. Watched it. They're going crazy right now. It's hilarious about Gabby Jesus. Uh, but I think he's going to be, I don't know. I think he's probably going to score 17. That's probably fair based on this form. Yeah, 17. I think he he's like a a hybrid between uh, Lacazette and Aubameyang, as in like he can he can do like the the passy stuff and the shooty stuff, uh, and one one of them couldn't do the other uh, with between Aubameyang and, and Lacazette, and he's like both players in one, so that's a good plus. Um, and I think that I think Arsenal are. I don't know. Like, I also feel like they, they do have like a, some sort of collapse in them, you know. And I know like Arsenal fans are excited, but I, I totally feel like that's that could totally be coming. 
Uh, Arsenal will go through a slump. It, it happens all the time. Arsenal will go through a slump. It's just I feel like it's 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 part of what they do. Look, I, I, I do. Go ahead. I said, where's the weakness in the team? Like, um, uh, like obvious weakness. Don't just in general. Right? What's their what's their defense? I'm pretty sure their defense is not so good. Uh, uh, I mean, Saliba and Gabriel, like Gabriel. Yeah, Gabriel. Like I, I don't think that those have been particularly amazing players for. Oh, so Saliba scored a pretty Jimmy, funny own goal. Saliba, Saliba is pretty good. Um, ben White at right back is not ideal. Grant Xhaka in the midfield is probably the biggest hole because he only plays about half half the game for the season because he gets suspended every other game. Because <laughs> he get, accumulates yellow cards like they're like candy. He didn't get a yellow uh, card last game, though, so good on him. He, he scored last game. Um, Which is odd. Uh, off of a Gabby Jesus' assist, actually. Uh, I like Saliba. He scored a really funny own goal. I don't know if you guys saw it. He, like, Vardy, like, like, he basically just popped up and Vardy headed it past him. I don't know. Um, I'm trying to think. Zinchenko, I forgot Zinchenko's on Arsenal. Yeah. Um, he was a good signing. Although, he was quite good. It's pretty great that he's starting over Tierney. I think Tierney's coming off of injury. Tierney's always yeah. coming off of injury. I, th- I think. Because I saw, I saw a meme where it was like, um, it was some funny picture, but then it was like, Arsenal fans, when they find out that Kieran Tierney hurt his, like, they're, like, season, like, he got a season-ending injury, which, like, put them out of Champions League hopes, stepping out of the shower or something. Um, I, actually, you know what I think will happen when Tierney is, uh, I mean, if, as you say, he, he is coming off injury. Uh, if Tierney, I think Tierney will start at left back and Zinchenko will start over Jacko. I don't know. He, he can, I can, he can play. He can play in the field. Uh, yeah, he can play CDM. So I, I feel like Zinchenko only ever played left back for City, though. He, he plays in the, in the center for Ukraine. Uh, and they bought. They, they, yeah, but like they had Rodri. They didn't okay. need to put him like there. they had Rodri uh, and Fernandinho. Zinchenko is a converted left back from. They yeah. bought him to be a center mid. Pep just made him a left back because they went through that whole. He's basically Milner. Yeah, like Mendy would Mendy tore his Achilles and they and like Fabian Delph is you know Fabian Delph and they were like let's <laughs> let's let's put Zinchenko at left back which is work. <laughs> That's what United's gonna end up with. You're gonna end up with Fabian Delph at the end of the whole list. That'd be great. Why not? <laughs> uh is, left wing. I think it's Pep has just been converting people to left backs. Like he converted Delph to left back, he converted Zinchenko to left back. He converted Cancelo to left back. Like, okay, like, well, 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 hang on, hang on. Let's not put Fabian Delph in the same category as Jao Cancelo. I just say he likes to. I don't Pep think just, Fabian Delph was a successful transition to left back. I think he just. I'm just saying he likes putting center midfielders, or he likes putting people Hunter, who don't yeah. play left left back at left back. So that's what Jachenko is. They line yeah, up Hunter, left that, back. That was like that was like on par. That was like on par with Kieran being like, you can't compare Messi to Mane. When no one was actually comparing Messi to Mane. They were just I was just giving an example that had that was similar. That sounds like that sounds like you're comparing Messi to Mane. Not they're, gonna they're, lie. It's the it's the same it's the same way you were comparing Zinchenko to Cancelo. They don't actually play left back though. Like have you seen the I was, 
I wasn't comparing. I was just saying, I, I yeah, was, in no way was I situation. Okay, actually, I, mean, I was saying that he was just Pep likes converting players to left back. Messi and Mane are the players. same player. <laughs> I'm not saying like, oh, well, look at this situation. I never said like, 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 I'm just saying like, you said like, oh, like Pep is just out here converting center mids at an. I'm know, saying he. Well, I mean that's what he does. He yeah, was, he's been fair. Whatever. Look, whatever. Um, that's what he's been doing. But like, even regardless, like in the city system, they still end up playing. <laughs> they end up playing right wing anyway. <laughs> they end up playing center mid anyway. Point. Like I, I, I saw a a, 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 a a screenshot of of a city game and like when City were in possession, um, the fullbacks were up the field and pinched in. So it's basically like like Rodri dropped back into like a like a back three, and it was like. It was like three two, like three two four one or some or some weird shit like that, um, where they were basically where like it was like Kyle Walker was playing like right defensive midfield like in front of the back three and Jao Cancelo was playing left defensive midfield. Um, I, I don't know, but like yes, he converts into left back on paper, but they play so much not like a left back. Just like how Chelsea converts all their attackers to wing backs. Speaking of Chelsea and wing backs, Tuchel is the same as Pep Guardiola. I'll take it. Just, just speaking of wing backs and and three four threes. Uh, Chelsea, Chelsea played Tottenham, and right that that and happened. Got fucking screwed out of that game. And I saw that may have been the most aggressive coach's handshake I've ever seen in my life. Well, so Tuchel what... almost ripped his arm off. <laughs> so. For those of you guys who, who didn't see, um, it was a very fiery and hotly contested game on the pitch. Um, uh, Spurs got some very uh, lucky um, soft no calls, um, including but not limited to uh, Romero pulling uh, Kukurea's hair, so that, like pulling him by the hair to the ground, um, which Mike Dean, who was on VAR that, that day, said that he made a mistake and should have uh, basically um, told who, who was the referee on the field? I forget. Told, he should have told the referee. How could you forget field. about Anthony Taylor? All Chelsea fans have been talking about this entire week has been Anthony. I don't know. I know Mike Dean, and that's about it. I don't know referees' names. Um, and Mehmet Gilderaz. No, 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 that's a player. I don't know. Um, <laughs> you mean Gokbert Kapalu? <laughs> <laughs> sure <laughs> that's the theme, of, that's the theme of that. <laughs> yeah but 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 yes it, it was a very hotly contested uh game the refereeing was very one-sided for spurs and thomas tuchel wasn't happy um so he during one of the water breaks he kind of got into it with antonio antonio conte and what happened was at the end of the game the, the manager shook hands antonio conte wouldn't look at tuchel in the eyes during the handshake because that's the manly thing to do and Tuca wouldn't let let go of Conte's hand until he let uh, until he looked him in the eyes, and then they almost fought. And then I'm sorry, that's the most bullshit fucking thing ever. <laughs> no, like like it's not like managers always looking at He was just looking for something to get mad about. And he, well, he well, right. Yeah, that's that's really dumb to be honest. <laughs> well, <laughs> Who cares? I, I mean, and then and then after the he game, he shook his hand. He shook his hand half. Whenever like matches like that, half the time managers don't even shake hands. He shook I mean, his it's, hand. It's Who a, cares? It's also like a sign of like respect too. So like I, I'm I'm not necessarily mad at um Tuchel for like 
feeling disrespected, you know? I'm not mad at him. Uh, I, I, mean, like, I don't feel like he was disrespected. I don't, I don't feel like, like that's what, like, disrespect. Like, I think, I think well, he, I, he, it was he, obviously, he, like, like, like the whole situation and then, like, straw that broke the camel's back, you know what I mean? And then Conte went on, on uh, Instagram and when Chelsea scored their second goal, the game tie, uh, the game finished 2-2, by the way. Um, when Chelsea scored their second goal, uh, Tuchel ran past the Spurs bench to like celebrate with, with the players and Conte posted on, on his Instagram story like, if I had seen you, I would have tripped you and it would have been so funny. So it's like, they're both child, they're both children. You know what I mean? Like, so it's, it's, they kind of can't each other out, but Chelsea were exactly screwed. That's exactly what the Premier League's a good old fashioned rivalry. I think it's funny how I said the winner of this game will like likely be the one who makes top four, and nobody won the game. No one won the game, so that means Manchester. So that means top four. So that means it's City, Liverpool, Arsenal, Brentford, uh, Newcastle, top four. Uh, yeah, I mean, I still think Spurs are gonna finish higher, but Chelsea looked a lot better during that game. Chelsea um, looked really, really like they looked so much more like direct and like attacking in that game one one thing that was funny that i i, I hear i heard this from like multiple like pundits and outlets and, and podcasts like just the quote of like like rumors of chelsea's demise have been greatly exaggerated i thought it was funny that everyone came up with the same like i mean it's it's like a saying but like everyone everyone had like the same saying in order to, to say that but like i mean i i still th- i still think they're gonna finish both time but uh it was i mean i assume it was pretty encouraging to see as a chelsea fan um Especially like like from a team that's been in, in, like uh, accused of having like pretty flat play in the past. I think it's crazy how like we're only two games into the season and there are only two teams left that have gone two wins. Everyone else has dropped points. Uh, yeah, we're doing it now so that like we don't have to worry about that later. Or when you stop Shut dropping up, points, city are already far enough ahead <laughs> to where. They can drop points three weeks in a row, and it doesn't matter. But you know, kind of crazy that City doesn't already have won a point yet. Title. You know who doesn't have a point yet? I know, I know. Whatever. It's kind of funny West that City Ham already won the league. and Everton. Listen, man, City bottom with a minus six. With a, sorry, a minus five goal difference in two weeks. That's a lot, Chris. Anyway, we already talked about United, and Kieran's probably like, "Can we move on from United, please?" Well, we do right. talk about them every week. <laughs> so and you know for a club that's in 20th we do talk about them quite a bit i understand why i understand Karen, why you're gonna be in 20th in a week so shut up no <laughs> you sure about not. that you Chris, sure you about have to that? pick up points and they have to lose by like four goals i just want to say that uh yeah alexis McAllister is currently united's top goal scorer Oh, that's right. Oh, no. Oh, Christopher, how do you – I have to ask, how do you feel about United's goal of the month being an own goal? It came from a handball. I plead the fifth, Your Honor. <laughs> that's an admission of guilt, by the way. Also, like, like they still have Southampton. Southampton is also in August. Uh, so – Wait, really? Yeah. Uh <sighs> I don't know, man. Like, I, like, I know, I know you guys are going to me for this, but like, again, I think, I think I've been, I've been partially exonerated by Liverpool's performance over the weekend. 
Uh, but I am a little bit nervous for this for this United Liverpool game because United Liverpool gonna look, look real stupid if they lose United. Oh my God! Shut up, dude. <laughs> They're gonna win five nothing and be like, "Oh my God, I was so nervous. They only won by five. Like, no, no, I don't. I don't want to hear like nervous, if you right? can talk to Liverpool fans. Though, like, we've been we've been like wrecked in this fixture for like many many years. Um, so that never that never truly leaves your your conscience. Uh, but at the same time, we, we did. I mean, after what happened last year, I think I think it left your conscience. <laughs> uh, did any of you guys watch the Liverpool game? <laughs> Wait, what? Okay, never watched the. What? <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> All right. So anyway, uh. Liverpool were attacking and they looked a lot better and they were smothering Crystal Palace and then Crystal Palace did a really good job of doing exactly what they planned to do, which is hit Liverpool on the break. Uh, ball came out to Zaha. Um, Matt Phillips got burned. Van Dyke for some reason didn't uh, didn't tackle. Um, he had he could have he could have made that ground. He could have tackled, but instead, and then Zaha just slips it past Allison for the opener. Liverpool have now six games in a row gone down, uh, have gotten scored on first. Um, the commentators were saying that Liverpool were the first team since Everton in like 2013 to have gone down six games in a row and not have lost a single one of them, which I guess is like a pretty cool stat, but I prefer to like win them and also not go down the goal in the first place. Uh, also, it's up to United to keep that streak alive. Um, so maybe we'll, we'll get a record next week. I don't know. Uh, and then, uh, what else happened? Nothing else really happened. Nunez missed a couple of chances. Salah missed a couple of chances. He didn't miss that header against Anderson. <laughs> Hit him square in the mouth. Nice. That was that, that was, was a great play. header. I gotta say uh, the technique was phenomenal on that header. No, I think it was actually a pretty bad just, header. Just, just just fell for fun. Uh, but. Whatever. Yeah, you, you just can't do that. But yes, yeah, I think it's well. hilarious how you're focusing oh. more on Anderson being dramatic than Darwin Nunez squaring yeah, up, think... up to somebody and then headbutting them in the face. We we had this argument, but like, like, like headbutting him in the face the same way. That Chicharito that Chicharito goal is was a header. Like, yes, it was sure, but like you know, by by letter of law, but also like wasn't really like. Well, I, I think I think watching that goal, you'd be like, "Oh yeah, I guess that's a header." Well, it's well, the same so, way. No, oh yeah, so, I guess so that's a the difference the, the difference between those two is Chicharito didn't mean that header. Darwin Nunez very obviously meant his headbutt. I, I he he he, he 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 got showed by Anderson. Anderson got a yellow. Mm-hmm. Fair. He squared up, looked at him, looked down, and then went lunged up into Anderson's face. It wasn't a it, it wasn't a, a, a Zidane header, but like header, headbutt. But but like he's still like if you slow it down, which I did, he <laughs> he, he he squared around, looked up, looked down, headbutt. You know what nice. I mean? So it's like the the, yeah, I mean, he, the he it. and Darwin Nunez was was intent. So it's like comparing the two is kind of like a False equivalency. Yep, I guess. But anyway, uh, Anderson did mad pretty massively wind him up, and he was like doing it all game. 
I think some, someone someone's also talking uh, was also talking about like how Liverpool played Crystal Palace like preseason, and apparently Anderson was doing that shit to Darwin Nunez like the entirety of the preseason game as well. Um, so so like <laughs> like I don't know, this was like a, like a long time. Like he was playing the long game basically, um, and it worked really well. Uh, and yeah, I don't know. My, the reason I'm I'm focusing so much on Anderson is because like everyone complains about diving in soccer, and you're not gonna get rid of diving in soccer if you're gonna reward it so like so heavily. You know, if Anderson hadn't gotten down, then that, then it would have been a card. Um, which I think I think may have been a problem. Like like I th- yeah, if he had about him, like it should be a red card anyway. If he hadn't gone down, but at the same time, like he had to have gone down, but it to be a red card. Um, so that's just, I guess there's a qualm with the, the rules of the, the sport or the way it's it's generally officiated. Um, yeah, that's. I that's, mean, the. Go ahead. I was gonna say like that's not like the culture of the sport. That's like well. It is the culture of the sport, but it's not the diving culture. It's the that is the diving like, culture. Well, well, that's, that's, well, a, that's the thing. It's just like, like you're going down soft, and the, well, like for no reason. Well, it's, right, it's like, that is a product of like it. If he didn't go down there, Darwin would have done the red cardable act, and the ref would have been like, "Oh, it's probably not that bad." So, like, yeah, exactly. He, I guess we're making the same point from different angles. What are you going to say, Chris? This is the same. Okay, it's not the same because this wasn't a headbutt last time. But it's the same thing in a sense to what happened when United lost to Tottenham 5-1 to because of the Marcel red card. It was like Lamella pushed um, Martial initially, and then Martial put his hand out, and then Lamella dove. And it was like, he didn't have to dive. Why'd you do that? Because if Lamella didn't dive and Anderson didn't dive, there'd be no red card. So well, I guess it's just stupid. It's just dumb. I guess what and I'm also like they were like, provoked. I guess what I'm saying is like there's a difference between diving to get an unnecessarily extra punishment for the other player and diving to ensure the fair punishment of the other player. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? I mean, if you're if you're going after the player to intend to get like to get him punished, I feel like that's that's an issue of its own. Like he was like well, well that's that's kind of like the the what Chris was saying with like the Martial Lamella thing. You know what I mean? Like that is I'm gonna dive so that way the opposition has to either play a man down or very cautious with with this player. With the Anderson thing, it's like if he doesn't go like. Things escalate to like certain punishment levels, right? So it's like, and like the punishment should be a red card for for Darwin, regardless. But if he doesn't, it doesn't. But if Anderson doesn't dive, it the punishment doesn't reach the level that it should be. Versus Eric's versus like there should probably be like both players get in the in the Erickson Erickson in the Lamella. Martial incident, it's like both like the fair like punishment or refereeing decision should be should probably be both players get a talking to go about your way because there's no dangerous play here. But but Eric Lamella dove to then exceed that. I think I just threw a whole lot of word soup out and hope I got my point across. But it's like diving to ensure fair punishment versus diving to get an advantage um and and, and, and unfair advantage 
But like, my main. I, I think he was still diving to get an advantage, and I think it was because like it, it's not like he caused more harm. Anyway, the bottom line is that uh, Anderson deprived us of a Shaquille O'Neal versus Kevin Hart matchup next week uh, with with Nunez against Lissandra Martinez, um, and that that's a, a that that should be a crime punishable. But I mean, um, you'll get it on corners. No, Nunez isn't going to play next week. Oh, you mean like like with Van Dyke? Van Dyke, yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Van Dyke is like 6'3, six, 6'4. Six, yeah. Um and anyway, the, so after that red card, it was actually I think I think I mean the my favorite part of that match was after the red card. Luis Diaz. He was you know that um you, you know that uh, Looney Tunes thing where it's like it's like first base bug bunny, second base bug bunny, third base bug bunny. That was Luis Diaz. Yes. <laughs> he was playing left wing and right back all at the same time. It was unbelievable. He was everywhere. Have you guys, have you, did you guys watch that goal? I heard about it, and I'll be honest, I didn't watch <laughs> I didn't it. Watch goal. I, I, I saw, I saw. I, I saw. heard it was a screamer, though. It, it was, was quite, it was pretty, it was I, quite I would good. say it's like, I don't think it's it's quite as good, but I would say it's like comparable to the Salah goals against City and Watford. Like it was, it was like it was, it was pretty crazy, especially like like with the situation. Um, so yeah, he he basically he just absolutely destroys like three or four Crystal Palace players and hits one from the top of the box, uh, and that was very exciting. And I don't know, I I don't think we, we can we can really say more about how good Luis Diaz has been. Uh, so anyway, that was that was that was that. Uh, Liverpool, RB Elliott played well. Um, Liverpool have. Literally an entire they have they have ten players injured right now, and you could make a perfectly good team that would finish in probably the sixth or seventh place with those players. Um, actually, honestly, they're probably like fifth or sixth with those with those players, and they're just missing a, a left back. Um, so that's not good. We need midfielders. We don't have midfielders. Uh, yeah. Any, any anything else anyone would would like to add? Liverpool will be back. It'll be fine. No, no, no. You're gonna win five nothing this weekend. This is kind of even pandemic season vibes to me, uh, but I hope not. You're not like that injured though, you know. Well, that's how it started last time. We were only kind of injured, and then we got more injured, <laughs> and then we got injured. Again and again and again, and then we lost one. Yeah, but like you were, I don't know. You're gonna be fine. You're you're doing great. (laughs) I hope you are. (laughs) Um, I think. All right. Well, what? Who's gonna win Liverpool United, and then we're done with the prem. Liverpool. Is that even a question? Well, what's the score gonna be? I feel like this is incre- like incredibly unpredictable. This could okay. Hear me out on this. <laughs> this could honestly. <laughs> this is going one of two ways. All right. Either it's it's five nothing. Salah's just running rings around Dalo and Maguire, scoring a hat trick. Uh, the the Glazers get like. Their homes get like, or their mansions get robbed, and like it's five nothing. Like that's the end of the Glazers, right? Either that happens, or United win two to one. Ronaldo scores both, and that's my prediction. Okay, that, that's not happening. 
<laughs> okay. Listen, hear me out though. There's a five percent chance that that happens. There's a five percent chance, ninety-five percent chance on my other thing. United apparently have a nineteen percent chance uh, of winning. Where is this? This is at Old Trafford. Oh, uh, wait. <laughs> this is a stat that I learned. I don't uh, think that today. helps much. <laughs> this is a stat that I learned today. Um, since I think was it three seasons ago or four seasons ago, uh, Salah has the eighth most goals at Old Trafford of any player in the Premier League. <laughs> what What is the relevance of that stat? What do you mean? He, he plays at Old Trafford twenty seasons. <laughs> he doesn't play at Old Trafford that much, bud. <laughs> They play there 19 times a season. <laughs> they play that half the, they play there half the year. Salah plays there twice. <laughs> He's the eighth most. No, he plays for... there once. He literally plays no, there once. Right. No, wait. <laughs> <laughs> he plays there once a season. <laughs> Wait, every night plays there plays there 19 times a season. And he has the eighth most goals at Old Trafford <laughs> in the past like four seasons. That's including the United players here to make this clear. <laughs> Yeah, I think so now I get it. Yeah. <laughs> so so bad. Uh, so that's that's a that's a that's a stat. Um, although Salah, like like he was like he was anonymous last game. He was he was like poof gone. Um, so I don't I I, I hope he, do, he, he does okay. he does that though, doesn't he? Doesn't he like randomly just disappear sometimes? He usually, but he's usually like on like in the beginning of the season. You know, um, it's just kind of worrying that it's like a carryover from last season. But he like he will disappear he for like scored. games. No, yeah, I don't know. He he scored. He scored, he scored in the first he game. He scored an assist in the first game. But I I meant like like last game he was like totally anonymous. Like you know in a game where we're like we're like struggling um and we like can't find anything um like Salah's supposed to be that like like that dude you know to to step up and Luis Diaz did all of that on both ends. Um, so that's a little bit a little bit weird. like he he just wasn't able to find that like like bit of magic. Um. But again, it's United Old Trafford. Maybe he will. Uh, oh, uh, the the Diaz versus Juan Bissaka matchup is, is going to be one hell of a. <laughs> Juan Bissaka is not going to be playing. It's going to be Dalo. Oh, okay. Juan Bissaka doesn't play. Is anymore. that any better? I like. I don't know. I forgot uh, Dalo was on United. Yeah, like... Dalo plays more because so Dalo is decent going forward, but Dalo is so bad at defending. And then Juan Bissaka is the other way around. And so they've just like since halfway through last year, they've just like gone with Dalo. So, so maybe, Diaz maybe is gonna to turn Dalo. No, I don't what's know. what's preventing United from playing a three at the back with Juan Bissaka right <laughs> center back and Dalo right wing back? Uh well the problem is our defenders. So if we have more <laughs> defenders, we are worse off. If that makes sense. No, it doesn't. Like you, you put more defenders on the team, there's more of a liability, more of a risk because we have more defenders. It, you know it, what I mean? It no, it appears that you have the personnel for a three at the back, but the per, but you don't. But you also don't seem to have the personnel for Premier League soccer. So it's like you don't have. To, yeah, you're right. It's, it's like you stick McGuire in the middle. He has backup on both sides. Uh, Juan well, he needs can't... more than backup, bro. <laughs> well, he needs front up too. Like. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like because Lissandra Martinez very clearly can't play a two center back role very well because he's over for two for that right now. <laughs> so like playing him at left center back in a three at the back might be a little bit better, especially because he's five nine. He doesn't have to worry about 
being good aerially, at least that much. Luke Shaw can go forward. I, I, I feel like, you know, like like he's shown that. Yeah. Juan Basaka can play right center back because then he doesn't have to worry about going forward. Dallo, you just said. And then, and then you have Christian Eriksen and Fred holding down the midfield, and then you just get three attackers. I don't I know what like, – I don't – Hunter, I you like, to why like, aren't we trying it? Because it won't work. I'm telling you right now. Like, <laughs> the current you system could take, You could take, like, would it the work? smartest would people it... in the world, like people with IQs of 200, to try to figure out how to, like, get that Manchester United team to work. And it, the, the reality of the situation is it's just, it's just not going to work. So we're just going to keep playing the same 4-2-3-1-4-3-3 until we die, because that's clearly working. No, you yes. had a 4 2 2 earlier, or last season. They did. There was a lot of 4 2 And that was even worse. The 4 2 2 was even worse. It was terrible. Oh, no, but, like, we've been through now, like, three different managers in the last season and a bit, and I feel like their most used formation is that 4-3-3, 4-2-3-1. I, I, I think it's, it's – like, I, I think uh, for the past, like, like two months, um, there, there may have been – like, I think it's – Illegal to talk about Manchester United without uh, mentioning Lissandra Martinez's height. <laughs> like, like every single time I've heard about Manchester United, I always hear Lissandra Martinez is five nine. Every single time, <laughs> on every single like piece of media. Because they spent sixty three million on a guy that's two inches shorter than me. Like, I think I'm not that I think, tall. I'm not. I think the the Lissandra Martinez signing is one of those where on the FIFA where like you find a decent overall center back and then you're like great now my, my now my problems are solved and then you get him on the field and you're like why is he so short on this on this screen what's wrong and then you right all right all right I've had enough I've heard enough I've heard enough of this yeah I saw people you saying five nine people are short oh, oh I thought okay. <laughs> Five five nine people are not short at all. They're they're but they're very average. Center, okay. center backs in the Premier League being five nine that's that's an issue. Hey, you know what, Kieran? Thirty year olds aren't that old. They're Ooh. still very they're still they're still very athletically capable. So I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, but hmm. Mm. All I'm saying is that when you're five nine, you're not worth sixty million. You're at most <laughs> worth thirty million. You're not even. That was was Lissandra Martinez worth the sixty three million, Kieran, or no? Well, well, no. I, I, uh, I don't think was no, I don't think he was. But you know. Uh, anyway, I, I also think it was, it was a pretty dumb tactic to have. Uh, <clears throat> like it's like oh, let's put out Erickson or their central playmaker against a team that played with Erickson all of last season. Uh, and then yeah, you got you got pressed and screwed up for the goal. Uh, for one of the can goals. we can we be one last point on United? Donny Van de Beek hasn't started either of the games, <laughs> <laughs> which is absolutely hilarious. I I've, I've you know I've tuned in, I've checked on the lineups. I'm like, oh my god, we because going into this we were like, if Donny Van de Beek doesn't yeah. get like regular play time, like starting, wow. I mean, he, he he was subbed on both times, but like, He's I don't think he starts Monday. Fred and a guy that died last year. Like, I like there's there's not much worse he can get. No one respects him, man. I mean, <sighs> all right, yeah. fine, Kieran. We'll stop. Whatever, whatever you want, Kieran. Sure. <laughs> I'm just saying we we've talked about United for pretty much this entire. Dude, there's so much fun to talk about. <laughs> 
like I'm oh, not even man. gonna get infinite. I spent I spent like a decent amount. I'm of like I'm not. Infinite. All right, well that that seems like a lot, but um, <laughs> in general, like I'm not even that upset. Like they lost four zero to Brentford. It's they're they're warranted talking about it right now, but I'm just preparing myself for the rest of the year when we talk about them every single podcast for more than half the podcast. Well, just wait two. until the, the Ronaldo gossip special. <laughs> Whenever that just waiting for out. them to lose to lose to Liverpool 4 0. I mean, it's the entire time. It's not talking about Liverpool, it's talking about United. <laughs> so. at, least, at least then someone else will watch the Liverpool game. I'll feel better. Yeah, that's why. I mean, that's why we don't talk about Liverpool because no one else here watches any of the fucking Liverpool. I don't understand how you don't watch Liverpool games. They're a very I, exciting I, team to watch. I'm sure they are. I have no interest in watching. It's very strange. Very strange indeed. Um, uh, does anyone have anything left in the Prem? By the way, Nottingham Forest beat West Ham, which is pretty funny. Also, Nottingham Forest have jerseys that don't have sponsors, which I did not know. Um, which is like honestly, like it, it feels it, it's cool, but it feels a little bit weird, you know. Especially because West Ham, like, don't you need money? Like they they spent like 150 million this 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 transfer, and they don't have a sponsor. Like, where's this money coming from? I don't know. Anyone know? I bet you don't. Uh, City won four zero. Um, that's that. De Bruyne. I wanted had, to talk about a crazy goal. I wanted to bring up uh, shifting gears from the Prem. Uh, off to La Liga, that Barcelona drew their first game 0-0. So, are they going to be good this year? Does anyone have any thoughts on whether they're going to be, like, good? Because they were apparently pretty bad that first game. I think once they register all their players, they got boring to talk about. Like, I don't feel like talking about them anymore. Are they going to talk? Are they going to register all their players? It was just Kunde left, and, like, I feel like they're going to they're gonna get there with that. Um Barcelona is the Manchester United of La Liga, and so I don't think we should talk about them. That's giving way too much credit to Manchester United. Yeah, I mean Barcelona are I mean, in the Champions League. Let's not, for, let's not forget that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> if United were in La Liga, they'd probably be in Champions League too. Maybe. Like as of last year. Yeah. This year, I mean, no. But, I mean, the, the reason I say that is because both teams are, like, massive, but they also have owners who are, like, very <laughs> stupid, and they just make bad decisions. Although, Barcelona killed it this transfer window somehow, so. Um, yeah, they sold, enough, they sold enough chocolate to, to, to finish out their books, um, to balance their books. Yeah, I, I mean, like, there's just Kunde left. I think they'll, they'll do it. Like, I don't know. My, my friend is a Barcelona fan. Is like, is like, oh, why doesn't everyone like think we can register our players? Um, like Barcelona's in trouble. I was like, I was like, I feel like, I don't know. At least in my opinion, I, I never really like doubted that they would register their players. I just thought that whole thing was kind of funny. But it was just more the fact that like, it's crazy how they were just like absolutely just throwing away their future in order to do so. And it just didn't make any sense, and it confused me. And yeah, I didn't get All it. All right. Well, in other in other leagues, to to go to another league, uh, did anyone see Mbappe and Neymar get into a fight about a penalty? Yes. Does anyone have any thoughts about that? Yeah, Mbappe needs to like relax. He 
He shared the penalty, the, like the whole penalty thing, but then like this this is one clip of him like he he's making a run and it's not a particularly good run. And he doesn't get the ball played to him. And he could totally could have gotten back and gotten into a good position. And he just like stops running. He like throws up his arms and stops running. Uh so there was there was that he's just I don't know, he's kind of being petulant now. Like he's like if, if you were to be like, oh, if you gave like a twenty year old this much money and this much power, like that that's exactly what you'd expect. I heard it like rumors that he's trying to get Neymar sold, which makes yeah. sense, but but like I don't know how true it is, but there are it's because it's because Messi and Neymar are besties now and he feels left out. Probably I mean Messi and Neymar are playing well, uh, but I, I I don't really know. They're I, playing I, like teams that they're playing in the minor league. Like they played two good games in the minor league. Like and United oh, okay. are losing four zero to Brentford. You know. Okay. Well, I mean, <laughs> same, same. I will. I will bring up the United league. Uh, league. Uh, I mean, Brentford would probably get second place in the league. Uh, got that. So, screw that. <laughs> I don't think that would happen. All right. uh, um, United did beat Liverpool in the pre in preseason uh, when Ronaldo was playing. Just just gonna put that out there. Um, so clearly it's because yeah, because the pre the preseason means everything. That's a great point. Yeah, <laughs> champions are made in the preseason. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I. Oh, also, Neymar um, liked uh, two different tweets or Instagram posts about like someone was like, oh, like clearly Neymar should take penalties and Mbappe is being stupid. And he liked two of those. Uh, and he like he obviously knew for a fact that that was going to cause headlines. Um, so there's there's that also uh, after that game. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think I'm Team Neymar just because I've always been like Team Neymar or Mbappe. So starting to become a team. I'm starting not that I'm Team Neymar or Mbappe, but I'm just starting to not like Mbappe. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I, which I hope doesn't continue that. On it. Also, then, another news. Oh, we go. It was just the, the Wayne Rooney quote plastered all over social media where uh Mbappe like bumped past Neymar I'm sorry Mbappe bumped past Messi and Messi were just like at 22 like like relax you're a 22 year old and like that's that's Messi like at 22 Messi had four ball doors like 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 know your place basically yeah that's that's the the only good thing United has done (laughs) these past few weeks a non-United, a, a retired United legend saying something about Mbappe and Messi. That's the best yes, thing United has that's done. That's the best thing United has done. Got it. All right. Well, in other news, Lukaku and Werner both scored on their debut. <laughs> so, <laughs> I just wanted to bring and that then, up. <laughs> and then Werner, the next day, went back to Stanford Bridge to watch his old Chelsea teammates. But also, you like you can't, like, you can't hate that guy. I like that. Have have you. have you seen either of the goals? I see. Yeah, I saw. I saw. I saw Timo's. Timo's, Timo's goal should goals. never have gone in. That's not oh, an indication. Wah, wah, wah. Well, right. The I am right. Like, he won't magic... score for me, so therefore his goal doesn't mean anything. That's not what I said. The Silva shouldn't have scored against United either. So. Like if you're just gonna chalk off goals like that, that's not that's not how it works. Well, yeah, the it was a, it was an error, so I'm gonna just start not counting goals. So I mean, honestly, they only United only lost one nothing because three of the goals shouldn't have gone in. So like one nothing, not a bad loss. So we're not in last place anymore by your logic. Hunter. Oh man, 
No, not my <laughs> logic. Not my logic. This is and, your logic. You're saying no. the gold doesn't count. When did I say that? That's what you're implying. You're saying like that's absolutely not what I'm implying. You said you said the goal should. So have Hunter, gone why don't you? So I'm saying the three goals from this weekend shouldn't have gone in. <laughs> what I was Hunter, in, what are what are what, you implying? Hunter? What I was implying was like it, we shouldn't make a whole big fuss about uh, <laughs> Lukaku and Werner scoring <laughs> on their debuts. They scored on their debuts, Hunter. They couldn't score <laughs> all year, and they both played one game. And they scored immediately. Hunter, you spent $160 million <laughs> on these players. They leave for one game. One game, and they score right away. You are the problem. <laughs> wow. I don't think I'm uh, – oh, God. Hunter just removed himself. Did he leave? Did he do that <laughs> he on left. purpose? <laughs> I think he, he might just stay gone too. He, he said he was tired. Uh, oh, man. I feel like we just ended his whole career. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they both they both scored. Like, what are you gonna, What are you gonna say about that? I thought um, I was not even like I, I just brought that was pissing me off a lot. <laughs> also, like like my, my whole my whole point. Like, I think the whole point of that is the fact that like. It's gonna be really funny when Hunter listens back to this, and he's gonna realize we just kept talking about this after he left. We didn't move on. Um, <laughs> but the whole thing is that, like, he just for whatever reason there was like a magical force field around him where he they, where they couldn't score in Chelsea shirts, but they put on a different shirt, and now there's like a magical force pulling the ball into the goal. <laughs> and like that's the, the Luka- whole that's the whole principle of it. The Lukaku, did anyone? I mean, you guys probably the Lukaku goal was like not as bad. It was like a second header where he was right in front of the goal and just headed the ball. Oh, just like it was it was on a play for him to score the goal like like it was a, I think it was a corner and somebody headed the ball back across goal and Lukaku headed it back what are you saying it was on a play for him to score the goal and guess what he did he scored the goal <laughs> it was right I know Hunter was gonna say some shit about how, about how like oh of course he scored the goal it was right in front of him it was like well yeah <laughs> <laughs> he was right in front of him and he scored so uh, I'm trying to think. I think that's all I got for the other leagues right now. No, I'm kind of happy just leaving it on that note. I, that was the best roast I think I've, I've I've thrown out there in a while. So I'm I'm cool with just signing off. To be honest. What are the leagues are there? There's the Bundesliga. Signing yeah, I mean nothing. There. Nothing that's relevant is really happening. La Liga. I mean, uh, I guess Madrid won two one. Yeah, Alaba's pretty sick. Free Alaba's kick. free kick was pretty sick. I saw that. Um, and uh, Atletico won 3-0, I think. That was the other one. Oh, yeah, uh, I told you. I feel like I had a hat-trick of assists. Yeah, does anyone have any La Liga and, title predictions? or do you want And to uh, rejected him? United's bid for Joe Felix. Yeah, I saw that as well. We bid for him? <laughs> yeah, you guys bid like a hundred and something million. For I don't oh, know where you're God. getting this money, my God. like You're just, just shelling out like – 60 mil transfer out of, after 120 mil transfer. Just like, where, where is the money coming from? Of course, we just got rid of a bunch of players from the book. So that's part of yeah. where the money comes from. I mean, like paying for Paul Pogba's wages alone. Like, but if you're gonna if you're gonna spend lot. 60 mil on Casemiro, 60 mil on Lissandro, on Lissandro, I almost said Lissandro Lopez, Lissandro Martinez, <laughs> and uh, and 120 like. 40 mil on Jao Felix. That's like, that's like 200, that's almost 300 mil. 
there, there's no way the Jao Felix thing was going to happen. I know, but it's oh, just Anthony, the Anthony bid was just rejected for my ex. I don't know why they even bid on him. We don't need another winger. Because and it's he's like, well, he's, he's a right winger. You don't really have any right wingers, actually. You're just throwing cash at things, man. It's like you know, 15 left wingers, no right wingers. You know, like, you know, like, you know, you know, Hunter Stewart, he started varsity for Kinelon. Let's go throw 50 mil at him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they need a center back, and he's taller than Lissandra Martinez, so. I'd rather, I'd definitely rather have Hunter on center back than Harry Maguire. I'd rather, you know what? I'd rather have Hunter and Pranav on center back than Lissandra Martinez and Harry Maguire. I'd be more confident in your guys' ability to do well in the Premier League. Well, Sandra Martinez, we, we don't know yet. He, he, he's just five. He could be good. I, I think, I think like. Well, Hunter's be- taller than him. That's why I'd rather invest the money. Well, well, I think it's because he went to United that he gets so much like stick because like if he, if he went to like, like a good team, um, I don't think he'd be climbing that much. Like Mascarano played center back and he was even shorter. He was like five, seven or something, or five, eight. Uh, yeah. But like the La Liga doesn't like most. Yeah. I feel like the Premier League has a lot of really tall people relative to La Liga. Peter Crouch, baby. That's yeah, I saying. can't wait until Mitrovic plays <laughs> Fulham versus United and Mitrovic scores a triple hat trick. Yeah. He probably will. <laughs> what was I going to say? Um, uh, uh, no, does anyone know who's going to win La Liga? Do you guys have any La Liga predictions? Does everyone think Madrid's going to win it here? Uh, Madrid. Uh, it's going to be Madrid. I just don't think anyone else is like up where they are at this point. It's got to be like I, I think I think Casemiro was like a good part of that team. I'm speaking as if Casemiro's already gone. Um, you know, let's see the, the news update on that. Um, but like, I mean, it's not like they're really going to be encumbered with Tomavinga. Isn't it the middle of the night in Europe? Like, I don't think there's going to be any news updates. Yes, but that's the, when the, that's the, the Sigma grinds. That's the you got you got a Man United grinds when everyone else is sleeping. Um, and then I guess uh, there's no Man United grind. What do we? Uh, does I anyone, think, anyone have any Serie A title predictions? I bet I feel like Inter's probably going to win. going to be second. I think Lukaku I, coming back is going to push Inter back on all over the line. That's what I'm thinking. Him and him and Latara are both really good. They're going to be a good force. But all right, I got nothing else. Does anyone have anything else? Hang on, sir. Are there any interesting previews for the Prem? Let's see. <laughs> I mean, Man U Liverpool. We already did, right? Everton Nottingham Forest. Oh, I'm going to watch that. Ooh, I'm going one. to be watching that game as well. I'm going to go. Nottingham Forest isn't actually that good. Like they, they just showed up. They beat West Ham, who's better than Everton. Well, I'm gonna go with the one-zero win for Everton. Um, I'm gonna go for the opposite of that. All right. I'm gonna say Nottingham one nothing. Jaylings with Jaylings hat trick. That's my prediction. <laughs> Who's Arsenal playing next week? Arsenal is playing Bournemouth. No, I think Gabby Jesus will score again. I'm really into this Gabby Jesus to Arsenal thing now. I'm, I'm, I'm really, I'm hoping he finishes top scorer, even though I don't think he will. But I would hope, I would love for him too. 
Kieran, now that you said that, he's not going to score for the next five weeks. So, <laughs> Oil Kashiko is also next week. Uh, Newcastle City. Um, yeah, it's not looking good. Uh, I, I don't know. I'm just going to just pray for a city win. Or, but no, no, no. A city loss. <laughs> Every Castle. single week. Um, it's and, a little unethical to root for Newcastle, though. Yeah, but it's also a very ethical route against City. So, Robin, I was thinking, where do we draw the line in Newcastle? What would be bad? I was thinking about Pulisic going to Newcastle and how I don't want that to happen because on paper it makes sense and he'd probably play there and do well, but I just don't want that to happen because I just don't want to have a reason to root for Newcastle. I mean, like, I don't really want a reason to root for Chelsea either, so. No, I guess yeah, it kind of it kind of balances the, the same for way. You, I, for you, I guess it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> but for me, I'd rather him be on Chelsea. I mean, Chelsea's got an American owner now, and Newcastle's, you know, Newcastle. It's, you know. Well, there's all right, Leeds versus Chelsea next week. Um, I would be very happy if, if Leeds just American to Ch- Chelsea really hard. Is that what we're going to say whenever Leeds wins? They American them. Pulisic could go to Leeds. I don't want Pulisic to go to Leeds, bro. I'm trying to I no, want to see him play I, I, in I Europe. I don't I don't love that. Like, I, I think I think like I feel like honestly, I, I think that if there's too many American like it's gonna end up with, with, with like a uh what's it called? Like a wolves type thing where it's like like wolves in Portugal. But like I think that like the British are gonna like look down on Leeds well, and I mean, think they, like general support. They are are they they already do look down on Leeds for being American and stuff. Like it's just, I don't think so. It, I think I think that's our narrative. I don't think that's necessarily their narrative. I think the the moment Jesse Marsh became the coach, they started thinking that. Um so like an American coach in the Prem is not it's never gonna be a the Brits are never gonna be like okay with that. They're always gonna look down on. Yeah, hopefully Justin Marsh changes that. And I'm hope I'm I also am hoping that, but uh, I just want I want Pulisic playing in Europe. I want him playing in a European quality team. And That's Leeds is not true. A, Leeds is not a European quality team. So. Pulisic to Everton. No, never mind. We just said European quality team. <clears throat> I would like honestly Dortmund makes uh, makes a lot of sense. They need him. <laughs> right. Or or man to just uh, Milan. A Milan. <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, Milan doesn't like. Well, I don't think Milan. So Raf- Rafael Leal would play over him on the left. Though. I think Dortmund like he'll actually play on Dortmund. Um, he would, and he like has history at the club. He would probably. They know he can play well. You know what? Pulls this to City. He'll get rotated in at some point. Bro, oh man! I mean, on Chelsea, who's playing ahead of him on Chelsea? Really Everyone. Everybody. 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 It's the Everybody. dumbest thing. Havertz can, like, play terrible. No one has an actual position. They just play wherever they want, and everyone's <laughs> just playing over them. I just, I just think everybody plays wing back on that team, man. I don't – like like, It's like a Dollar Tree city right now. It's like, it's like during recess when you're playing, uh, <laughs> like, kickball, and you just, like, run to a random position and be like, I want this spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's how they play. That's how they play. That's a two cool right. coaches. 
Well, I, I, does anyone have anything else? I, I don't really know. I think we're 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 set. All right. Uh, Who's, who who introduced us? I wasn't here. I'll go. I'll go close this out. Thank you all for listening to another episode of Chip the Keeper podcast. We'll maybe be back next week. Uh, if you know, what, not if when United lose five nothing though, I will not be there. So have a good week and a good weekend. That's our autopsy episode. What? That's our autopsy episode. <laughs> oh, <laughs> all right, man. I'll see. Well, bye, bye, everyone. Bye, bye. <laughs>